Welcome, everybody, to another episode of NFL East. Make sure to follow the NFL East podcast on Podbean. You can also find NFL East podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're on Facebook, join the NFL East Facebook group. You can watch every episode of NFL East podcast on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. That's NFL boy Brandon. Follow him on YouTube. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at Mr. McDolphin73. And make sure you follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. What's up, fellas? What's up? What's up? Yeah. How you doing? Another week. Yep. That's right. Turning the page. Turning the page. Week five is among us. Starts tonight. How cool is that? You guys ready? Yep. Do it. Awesome. Sounds good. Is it just me or does it feel like the NFL season always flies by? Flies. Like we just by. started it yesterday and now we're already on week five. Yeah, I know, it? man. And, and we started we started in the preseason. Yeah. And it still feels like it's, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, oh, slow down. But yeah, first quarter in the books, man. First quarter in the books. Yeah, it so, takes forever to get here. I mean, it just it's like slow as forever, but once oh, it starts, yeah. it goes. Yeah. Right, exactly. Exactly. Cool, cool. We got some exciting stuff going on tonight, <laughs> fellas. We're going to do a little bit of news from the East, take a look at all these injury updates from around the NFL East. And then after that, we're going to take a look at uh, the games of the week like we do every Thursday. But this is a special Thursday because this is our October preview. We're going to take a look how you guys did in your September preview, which are Homer New England picks. Three and one. What the hell what? is that shit? Anyways, we'll get to that here in a few. Listen, we had a <laughs> shot at it, all right? Well, you, we yeah, almost okay. did it, all right? Okay, okay. We'll get to that here in a few. But, uh, but yeah, it's going to be exciting. We're going to do the games of the week, but we're going to be taking a look at our October preview. That's right. We'll take a look at every game that every team in the NFL East plays in the month of October, tell you who we think is going to win, why, they're going to win or lose and go from there. So there we go. Let's start off, though, with a little bit of news from the East. Sound good, fellas? Yep. Yep. All right, let's do it. All right, news from the East. All right, let's uh, – where are we going to start? Where are we going to start? Let's go ahead and start – where we always do. Of course, we give CBS their props and take a look at their new power rankings, week five power rankings. Um, I didn't have a whole lot to say about this. I Well, that's a damn lie. Go ahead and I'll just go ahead and start an argument straight off the bat. Then I'll, I'll want to get your guys' response about this. How in the heck... No, not yet. Mike. Under 10 minutes, see? How in the heck is the Miami Dolphins below the Green Bay Packers? What? There is no way that that should be. They dropped. They dropped. I understand they dropped. I have no problem putting the Eagles ahead of them. I even have no problem putting the Bills ahead of them. Definitely don't have a problem with Kansas City being ahead of them. Those are all great. Those are all understandable. Green Bay can barely beat a third-string quarterback at home what are you talking about there is no way in uh, h-e-double-l that the miami dolphins should be below the green bay packers i'm sorry 
but I got to okay. listen to that. All right. I understand yep. your argument there, yes. but my other argument comes to the team setting at 23. How the hell did New England fall from 20 to 23 or whatever the heck we were mm-hmm. it, just by losing the Green Bay? I understand that we lost to Green Bay, but people need to realize we fought a hell of a battle with one of the greatest teams in the National Football League right now, and we almost beat them with a third with a third string quarterback. I don't understand how the hell New England falls after doing that. So, okay, I I understand that argument. You're definitely not going to like my second argument um, if you're mad about that. But it has less to do with New England. My next argument does, but we got to get some comments from Rich. Rich, what stands out to you? Well, I certainly agree with uh, the Green Bay Packers being overrated. They uh, they've struggled in every game they've been in this year. Uh, they're they're just uh, squeaking through their games. But Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of uh, you know uh, prestige. You know, right. he's, he's Aaron Rodgers. A lot of love, and he and he deserves that love. That's fine. Yeah. But he has no one to throw the dang ball to. Come on, let's right. Go. Yeah, they, they do not look like a, uh, a number four team. That's for sure. <laughs> Right. I mean, they look they look different than Kansas City and Buffalo, uh, right. and Miami too because uh, Miami's brutal schedule. Uh, they they deserve better than five, and I don't I don't agree with uh, Philly being number one either. They've no, they haven't beaten anybody. Yeah, but you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, so we don't even listen to that. By now, right. if Philly hasn't got your respect. If Philly does not have your respect, you're a Dallas Cowboy fan. We understand that. <laughs> hey, I mean just. Beat a playoff team. <laughs> we talked right. about that. And well, that's coming up. That's coming up in the October preview. That's coming yeah. up in the October preview. Every team that they face in the month of October went to the playoffs last year. Yeah, How cool true. is that? So let's yeah. see what that schedule is then. Let's see, you know, and so yeah, you got what you you got what you asked for. It's coming up. Um, it's actually coming up later on in this in this podcast in the October preview. So make sure everybody stick around. All right, my next argument is this. Who do you think should be ranked higher? These are some facts about two teams that are on this list. Ranked ninth in the NFL right now. Has played the strength of schedule over the first quarter where the Ravens, Browns, Bengals, and Steelers, pretty dang good, ended up two and two. Or ranked 14th in the AFC right now, have played teams like the Dolphins, Steelers, Ravens, and Packers, but only walk out of it one in three. Out of those two teams, who should be ranked higher? Hey, Jacksonville. It should be Jacksonville. Um, no, that's Jacksonville. not Jacksonville. That's not Jacksonville, but that's a good That's a good, who? A good guess. That is the New York football Jets, baby. Two oh, and two, okay, okay. Ninth in the AFC. They've they've beat they played the Ravens, Browns, Bengals, and Steelers, and somehow pulled off wins against the Browns and the Steelers to end it in two and two, but are all the way down here at number 26. One, two, three, four spots lower than the New England Patriots. Right. I uh, well speaking of uh, you know, long history, the Jets is probably you know, with the Jets, that's probably what's keeping them down though. But uh right. yeah, they're right. they should but be they, higher. They, they should definitely be higher. I mean, their their schedule was was rough, just like everybody else's. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was a pretty rough schedule. They they ended up at 500. There's no way that they should be down at 26. 
Um, and I also believe, I think the Patriots took too far of a, of a drop after their loss to New England. I agree with NFL boy Brandon about that. And I think both of these NFL East teams should be up higher than what they are. I just think the Jets need to be up as high as New England, and they both should be up here right at about <clears throat> 19 or 20. You know what I'm saying? Just my yeah. opinion. Just my opinion. I, there's there's not really. But, yeah, I just I, I thought that was crazy. I thought that was crazy. Anything else you all have about the CBS Week 5 power ring? Yeah, I'm actually good with uh, Dallas being there at number eight. I mean, I'm glad they're in the top ten. I would have complained if they weren't. Uh, yeah, they finally got a little bit yeah. of respect for yeah. their for their defense. That's good. Yeah, and you know, uh, three and one, three three wins without your starting quarterback. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, I'm good with eight. I, although I'd put them over Minnesota because <laughs> I, I yeah, it, it, it's hard to keep Minnesota, but Minnesota is three and one. Also, you know what I'm they're saying? They're three and one, but they're just they're. Barely, you know, they're yep squeaking by. Yep, they got Tom Brady up above up above them, which is pretty cool. So at two and two, so but he always gets love. So is that it? Is that it? Well, he's not getting love at home. So um, just just for the uh, record, I, I need you all to look at this, take a deep breath, and realize that once again, twice in five weeks, that. The New York football <laughs> giants are in the top 20 and working their way up. Here they come. So we'll see. They might, they, I have a feeling they might end up the season with seven wins or so, but they've got the first three early. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. All right. So All we're right. done with that. Heck with that crap. All right. We're done with that. Next, we're going to take a look and we're going to go at the Pats. Um, talk about the Patriots here for a minute. I wanted to spotlight. A rookie. I wanted to do this on the Tuesday episode, but NFL boy Brandon wasn't with us. And I know that he was excited about what his rookie cornerback, Jack Jones, did in week four, man. It was amazing. He had a great game, just a great game for a rookie. And he he had seven tackles total. Three of them were solo tackles. He had one interception that he ran for 40 yards and a forced fumble. The reason why I'm highlighting this kid is because he's one, he's a rookie. He's a small school rookie. And how in the heck doesn't it seem like New England always finds your next great cornerback? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They keep him for a few years. When it's time to pay him, he goes yeah. off to somewhere else. <clears throat> they find another one. Their second one, or you know what I'm saying? In the recent years, their second one is playing for Dallas right now and just got an, another interception. Uh, last last week so i mean why does how does new england do this bill belichick is a terrible gm i know i hear people say that all the time i would agree with that but whoever's picking these dang cornerbacks they got talent you know what i'm saying brandon yeah yeah, yeah. and uh you know jack jones when we drafted him he was coming out of arizona and you know arizona state to be exact i should say um and, you know, he wasn't a name that you was hearing very often. Um, it was either Dietrich Wise, I mean, not Dietrich Wise, um, Derek Stingley or Sauce Gardner was right, the two exactly. names that you were hearing he a lot. A, he was a big name. He was a small school kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, when he was coming out, like I was saying, you didn't hear his name very often and shit. And when we took him, I was like, who the hell is Jack Jones? Like, is this man even going to be good and shit? <laughs> did I you go watch some him. tape on him? Did you go? Yeah, did you watch exactly. And I, I you okay. know, I thought he was going to be like our third string quarterback or some shit, right? But fun fact, okay? I took these screenshots just for you guys. In the last two weeks on PFF, over on PFF, this has been Jack Jones for you. The highest coverage grades for cornerbacks in the National Football League right now through four weeks. The number one cornerback is Jack Jones sitting at 94.9 in coverage. Then on the highest graded cornerbacks coming out of week four, Jack Jones is number two. Jonathan Jones for New England is number one at 91.5. Jack Jones is at 90.8. New England has the two greatest cornerbacks right now in the national Playing football right league yeah yeah so far so far this this year yeah yeah you gotta love it when you're still a great defensive player like that yeah right exactly right because right. yep where was Trevon trevon diggs on that list brandon yeah trevon uh, diggs was third. Coverage graded, was third third yeah the highest coverage uh grades of cornerbacks coming into week four he's number three at 92 which okay. means the yeah. top three were all found by the New England Patriots. Yeah. What yeah, the Jack heck, Jones, dude? <laughs> Denzel Ward and uh, Trevon Diggs is all f- one, two, and three. That's crazy. Hey. Crazy. Yeah, Diggs is balling out too. So it's crazy. Got to get him crazy. Back. We just wanted to give him some props. Throw him. Throw the rookie because we love and you. You all know this. If you do not know this about us, all three of us, everybody on this screen loves the NFL draft. We love it. Yeah, and um, we love when our rookies shine, and we're gonna, you know, we're going. We have another rookie to talk about here in just a few later on in another camp. But let's go ahead and finish up New England. New England signed a new quarterback to their practice squad, veteran uh, Garrett Gilbert. The reason for this is because of injuries in their quarterback room. Do you have an update on Mac Jones? Let us know what 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 else Brandon is going on over at New England, and what can well, we, New England fans look forward to? Who's well, playing? first and foremost, um, that I'll start with the biggest news that just came out uh, a few like 10, 15 minutes ago. Uh, Brian Hoyer has been placed on IR with a concussion. He's out yeah. for at least four weeks. So now it made sense why we signed Garrett Gilbert, but right. Uh, it's the same case as I had with Brian Hoyer. Please, I don't God, want. I don't want Garrett or Brian Hoyer starting for me. I don't uh, want exactly. Exactly. Me. Please just start Bap the Zap if it's not going to be Matt Jones. You know, like right. fuck it, Rockwood Bailey. He he didn't look bad. Um, whenever he had to make passes, but you always have to have two quarterbacks, and if Matt Jones ain't back, you need that second yeah. quarterback. Even if you are starting Bailey Zappy. You need yeah. somebody behind him in case he gets hurt. So yeah, it kind of all makes right. sense why they did this. Yeah, it does make sense. Um, all right, on to Matt Jones. Matt Jones <clears throat> yesterday reported. Matt Jones reportedly believes he can play uh, play versus the Lions, and he will push to do so as well. Mm-hmm. So Matt Jones came out and said that he thinks that he's going to be ready to go against the Lions, and he's going to do everything in his power to be able to get out there on Sunday. Awesome. So awesome. what the way and see. Right. So, yeah, I, I think, 
I, I hope he is, but oh, yeah, know, I forgot. I By actually way, real quick, Dad. Also, for the last two uh days in a row now, yesterday and today, he was both uh still limited in practice, but he is practicing a little bit. He's a limited okay. participation in practice. Okay. So okay. yeah. Yeah, I would I would be I'm I'm kind of like you. I don't know. I really enjoyed that uh Bailey Zappy game. Yeah, I really yeah. did. I, I liked him. I liked watching him. He's got a good arm, he's quick, yeah. he's mobile. He, he's not really a runner, but he ain't gonna sit back there and get sacked either. You know what I'm saying? I mean he's yeah. got legs on him. It's I, I liked it, but you know, I we, hopefully Mac Jones can get back real soon for the yeah. Patriots. I mean, honestly, you know, the running game held the shit down against the okay. Green Bay Packers on Sunday. But when Bailey needed to make a pass, he could make passes and he showed he that. Made, he made a few so, passes. Yeah. yeah. He made a few passes in the dirt there in the first half. But, uh, oh, but yeah. In the first half, he, he was like really nervous and shit, I think. Yeah. Uh, I thought what Tony Romo said was pretty funny. Tony Romo, he was like, uh, Jim Nance asked him, how, how are you feeling right now if you're Bailey Zappi? He said, you just need to get over there, ask somebody for a cup of water, you know, get those nerves out. Right, get those nerves. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny, but. Yep. Well, here's here's uh, next up, we got another rookie that actually in the preseason, we all raved about. It's running back Brian Robinson. Have you all heard this? He will be activated off the non-football injury list, and they are optimist. optimist uh, they have optimism. <clears throat> He can start on Sunday. What? Yeah, that's this crazy. This is crazy. This yeah. is crazy. Did, I mean, the man just got shot, what, like four months ago or something? Like, or, or maybe not even that. Maybe it was it like was two weeks months ago, ago or wasn't something. It? Like, it was something like a like month that. and a half ago or something. Uh, yeah, something yeah, probably like not even that. It was It was like literally right before week one, right? Like, right. Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think it's pretty awesome, you know, like um, it, it just goes bad to Antonio Gibson was going to lose his job to this man. Then he got shot. So now does Brett, does Brian Robertson come in and steal his job like he was originally going to do? Or are they going to go with Antonio Gibson? Because everything I've seen so far in highlights and shit, Antonio Gibson looks like he's trying to keep his job out there to me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and but that my whole point is and the whole point of bringing even bringing this up. <laughs> It's it to me. It's amazing. Oh yeah, that that he's being lifted up off of the non-football injury list. But it's even more amazing that they got hope that he might play. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like yeah. what? Okay, really? <sighs> this dude's gonna be. You got to give him his totes, don't you? You got to go. Well, ahead I mean, and give yeah, him his Dad. Totes. But it's it, it anything just he had in the preseason is still there, right? Yeah. I think that's what yeah. you have to do. Well, I mean, Dad, this results back to what I posted in the group a, a couple of weeks back you know i think like two or three episodes back when i when i posted the picture of him working out on the bicycle and shit like two weeks after he got shot like that was amazing and you knew he had amazing. a fight in him and and now we're to this point where he's getting ready to be removed off of injury listing and he has a potential chance of playing this sunday so it's awesome <clears throat> awesome um, yeah, I, I've, got, in. I've got gibson in my fantasy league he's he's had a pretty decent year I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah I think Gibson, Gibson played a whole lot better than he did in the preseason, right? Because it didn't look like he was going to make the team there, and he may not have if right. uh, uh, guy didn't get it. Yeah, right. Robinson didn't uh, uh, get it. injured, a- attacked like that. I guess, attacked. yeah. 
which is some bullshit. It just yeah. it's awesome to see him bounce back like that. Other news yeah. in the Washington squad: wide receiver Jahan Dotson is out at least one week, maybe two. He pulled a hamstring, got a hammy. I mean, this honestly sucks for Washington. If you're Washington, this is kind of major news to you because I feel like Jahan Dotson has been having a great season so far. This, yeah. I feel like Jahan Dotson was another guy like that we was like, who the fuck is this man being drafted? Like, is he even good? And then in preseason, right. he started blowing up, and we're like, oh fuck, this could be a really good player. And, right. and I think he's pr- proven that going all the way through these four games, all the way up to now or three games, I guess you would say, you know, or whatever. Um, I feel like he's proven all of us wrong. If there was any doubters that, that was like, why the hell did they draft him? You know? Right. But he's, he's also, he's taken every advantage of playing opposite of a true number one. You know what I'm saying? You got scary Terry on the other side. Defenses are going to worry about him. And Jahan Dodson has stepped up and said, okay, take me on -on one-on-one baby. I'll show up. You know, yeah. and a lot this season so far he has showed up. So yeah, that's and, yeah, and, that that's uh, that's an, that's a beast. That guy's yeah, gonna be he's gonna be an elite wide receiver. Yeah, you know, yeah. about it. Yeah, he uh, he scored the only touchdown against Dallas for Washington. So right, exactly. Yep, exactly. All right. Oh my cool. god! <laughs> Did you read that? What Uncle Gus wrote in the chat is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's so silly. Anyways, Uh, that's it for Washington. Let's move on. The Dolphins. All right. Um, it came out Tua will miss Week Five against the Jets. There's no definite timeline for his return at this time. Don't really want to stay on that topic very long. Um, as a Dolphins fan, I don't know. Uh, keep him out right now. It's not a the reason why I don't want to stay on this topic is because it's no longer, okay, when is he healthy enough to return? That's the Miami Dolphins no longer have that option. Now it's a PR thing, right? It's like, okay, if we bring him back too soon, the media is going to do this and make us look like this. And you know what I'm saying? Or the, the yeah. NFL PA is going to pressure this or so. I mean, it, it, it's no longer about the player. It's no longer about the health. They've blown it up that much. And um, it's sad. It's sad. I don't um, – I leave it up there. I I don't expect him to be back in four weeks. I think uh, he will be out that long. And only because – not because he – not because he doesn't want to come back and not because he's not healthy enough to come back. Let me point that out. I think both of those reasons, he could, he could come back, but Miami's going to, you know – stress over the whole PR thing and they, how they, you know, just did what, what they're doing and trying to run his name and the Miami Dolphins name through the mud, the muck and the mire. So it, it is what it is. I, you know, at this point, um, yeah, it is what it is. The quarterback situation, um, just like New England did, we signed another quarterback to our practice squad, yeah. Reed Sinnott, um, yeah, which that. is awesome because that's, you know, that's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite backups anyway. And um, we, the Miami Dolphins, had him, placed him on um, the practice squad last year, and New England took him. 
<laughs> so yeah. yeah, you know, pick them up out of there as their backup. So, <clears throat> so that's cool. As far as Xavier Howard, Jalen Waddle, both have groin injuries, and both are hopeful to play on Sunday. Yeah, it looks good that both of them are going to be able to play. Waddle is a little bit further. He he was actually participating a little bit on partial participation in practice. X still wasn't even at practice, but he it is hopefully he's going to play. We got bad news about Byron Jones. Byron Jones, his uh, recovery has not come along as fast as everyone hoped, and he's not going to be able to come off of uh, the PUP. So he's not going to be able to come back not this week. He's basically just going to be week to week. That's what's uh, going to happen. Okay until we get more news on Byron Jones. It's not bad. Nothing bad happened. He yeah. didn't re-injure anything. It's just not as soon as they were hoping. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. instead of four weeks, it was probably more like a five, six, seven-week injury, and they were hoping they could have him back in four. But he is a no-go. So, Dad, I got something to say real quick, okay? Yep. Um, Real quick on the Tua thing. Um, yeah. I think Tua is looking at a little bit longer stretch, like you said, too. <clears throat> but um, the thing I want to say on it real quick, I think he is going to be placed on there and held on there till, you know, like maybe three, four weeks down the road. Um, for the fact of, uh, in case nobody knows, a concussion is one thing to have, but a concussion that leads into a seizure like he had is an entire different thing because you're having a concussion. Then it results into a seizure, which is why his hand started doing that weird ass shit that it was doing. Exactly. And, um, and you know, uh, you, you, the biggest risk with that is you never know if those seizures are going to be long-term or not. Right. So, yep, exactly. That That's exactly right. And not only that, He's he really is, guys. It's not a conspiracy. He really does have a back injury and an ankle injury, also. So he yeah. has concussion, back, and ankle that he's dealing yeah. with. What were you going to say, Rich? Yeah, I, I was going to say uh, I, I kind of agree with you. I think the Dolphins are kind of they're forced. I mean, they, they're probably doing it anyway, but they're forced into a PR situation where they can't bring him back. You know, one game early for nothing. You know, they'll have to err on the side of caution. Probably keep him out two to three weeks at the least. But um yeah. yeah. And you know that'll give him give him time to recover from his back injury as well a little bit. Right. So hopefully when it comes when it does come back it'll be full strength. Ready to go. Right. Right. So cool. but yeah they can't if they brought him back this weekend people would lose their minds. <laughs> if they if they but the thing is if they brought him back in three weeks some people will still lose their right. minds. If they bring him back in nine weeks if he plays it all the rest of this season some people will still lose their minds. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the way it looks now, if he ever plays again in his career, some some people there's still some people that are still going to lose their minds. <laughs> so I mean, it's just right. ridiculous, and that's why I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. We don't right. have any more information um, regarding the investigation, and I don't think we need to talk about it until then. And and because you know the the facts are the facts, and. I, my my only thing that I will say regarding this is if all that comes out of this is 
rule changes, if they're if this is really being pushed because the NFL feels like they're being forced to change rules when it comes to concussions regarding the your motor skills and if you stumble. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watched Inside the NFL this week, but if you did, they had an awesome segment. It was so good. Julius Edelman, uh, he went off as a player. He took it as the perspective as a as an NFL football player. It was so great. There's like like the rules that they're getting ready to change is going to change football forever. As long as you guys know that, I mean, going back to and the lady they had on there, the the professional and part of all of the you know the NFL and making these decisions. There, there's a, a specific Super Bowl that Julius Edelman would have been pulled out of because he ran the ball, got tackled, stood up, and stumbled, right? He would have been yeah. – at that time, he would have been ejected from the game and if if these new rules were in place back then. And, and so that's what we're looking for. I don't – I don't think you can ever legislate violence out of football – that's what they're trying to do, and Miami Dolphins has just and the, and poor Tua Tungavailoa has just become a scapegoat sure. to start that process, and that's what pisses me off. I, I and it pisses me off that you're trying to get rid of the reason why we watch this game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, we're not we're not going to tune in. You're you're going to lose half mm-hmm. your viewers if you turn turn into flag football. I'm sorry, but that's what. Yeah, exactly. Talking. That that's what I was about to say. If they're gonna keep on doing all this dumb shit with, oh, we can't do this or that anymore. I mean, this might as well turn into a fucking two and touch sport, you know? Well, no, yeah, yeah two and touch or flag football. Somebody could still yeah. fall down and bust their head. You know what I'm? I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. All right, yeah. this is a lot of time on a topic I didn't want to talk about. Unless you got one more thing, Rich. You got anything? Yeah, I'll just say people. Uh, the, the NFL. I mean, obviously, they. You know. Are, want to protect the players as they say yeah. to a degree because that's their bread and butter but uh when, when you see somebody get concussed i'm thinking of uh joe flacco got concussed a couple of years ago i forget which game it was it feels like it was a money yeah. night game or something and uh his helmet came off and you could just see his eyes kind of glazed over and stuff yeah, and, right so when people see it see the actual violence that ca- comes with the nfl then it's like you pulled the curtain back and people are a little squeamish about it but right. uh, but otherwise, you know, you want to see people get the crap knocked out of them. Right. <laughs> so, exactly. Right. All right. To wrap up uh, news from the East, we have a little bit of news coming out of the Giants camp. Their starting cornerback, Aaron Robinson, was placed on IR. Um, that is not good for them at all. Yeah. He plays the left side of that the field, <laughs> but... What's exciting is behind him, they have the rookie um, Cordell Float out of LSU. So we get to see the rookie step up. Maybe he was a third rounder, and it looks like he's going to step up and, and get the start. So uh, hopefully yeah, they, they could also shift people around. They have some experience back there. So, But hopefully we'll get to see a little bit of play from the rookie. So that would be good. Um, Daniel Jones is day-to-day, and Ian Rappaport said Jones will continue to undergo tests, but there is, but the Giants remain hopeful that he can play in week five. So, yeah, that's good news um, because either that you're going to show up to 
London without a quarterback, and that's not yeah. good. Well, they got Tyrod. <laughs> they got Tyrod Taylor, right? No, Tyrod Taylor's hurt. No, Tyrod He's Taylor's under concussion hurt, yeah, yeah. concussion protocol. Oh wow! And, and so, that and yeah. that brings back he to left what the I game was with about the concussion. to say, Dan. Um, real quick, sorry to bring up the concussion thing again, but uh, real quick, the NFLPA needs to stop being a fucking joke and hop off the tour train and trying to go two of this, two of that, and realize that we had tons of concussions this week alone in the National Football League. I think there's been like four or five concussions this week. And then you start talking about all that other shit too. Like stop right. just bringing up Tua. Like, yeah. well, that, yeah. that's not, it's not really Tua. That's not the mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are under attack and we, we refuse to lift our guns while, you know, attacking. Yeah. So there you go. So that's just the way it is. But uh, yeah, Trevor Taylor is injured with a concussion. Okay. Yeah. And the I, other thing about uh, Daniel Jones, real quick, I heard that uh, he has an ankle injury. I'm not sure if it's like it is an uh, ankle. Dak or Matt Jones. No, it's yeah. not. It's not serious at all. It. I mean, it wasn't serious. He came back in the game in Week Four after he <laughs> left with the ankle injury. He yeah. came back. He was wobbling around, barely walking, but he could play on it if he had to. But it's it. it they've had a few days for it to heal a little bit. And, and they're very hopeful that he's going to be a, a sure go. So I don't know how much this matters, but I know that it matters against the um, the, the salary cap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, wide receiver Kenny Galladay is out for week five and not even traveling with the team. Oh, this, wow. I mean, he, yeah. he, he doesn't have no balls. This guy makes tw- – he signed a 27000 27 yeah. million dollar contract with them. You all understand this, right? He's a huge yeah. hit on their salary cap, and they're not even throwing him the ball. He I mean, I get that, open. but that's kind of on diet on uh, whatever the hell their head coach name is, uh, Brian Dable. But Brian Dable, he's yeah. not getting any separation. Kenny Galladay is not getting any separation. Other wide receivers are. Well, guess what? I'm going with the other wide receivers who are creating separation for my quarterback. What what yeah. is up with Kenny Galladay? He can't. I mean, I don't know. It's so yeah. he's he's kind of he's a little bit washed. Probably uh, right. he kind of stole that contract, but I don't hate him for that. That's what you, right. uh, what you do. But uh, yeah, New York Giants doesn't want. They don't want to have anything to do with him, and he can't. He's not good enough to get traded or anything. And if they cut him, they that's kind of pointless because. It, counts against their salary cap so right yeah. uh, it's a, but it's a bad situation with galladay because he thinks he's a good player and you know i don't know that's the problem yeah. well the problem is that he did put good numbers up he, he is a good Mr. player Coy, he yeah. proven he could do that in detroit yes in detroit he put yeah. up good numbers was a thousand yard receiver you right. know what i'm saying so I but mean, he does he have has he has no it. place in this new offense there's no, no place no for place him, at so. all and he has yeah. he has nobody nobody to sponsor him either right exactly so, yeah so that, that's pretty sad that's, that's a shame they're going to cut him at the end of the season and maybe he can find a place where he can be get, you know a good contributor right because i think he's got to be still decent you know he, so they are going to cut him what i mean at, at the end of the year still has for, time for next year yeah but I, no, but no, they're still taking a hit i, I know for a fact will. it's over five million dollars yeah they, they're going to be taking a hit so it, yeah right. they will unless they can get somebody to you know take that contract Right. Exactly. God, Lord, his stats right, for the cool. season is a joke. Yeah, well, they, they don't. They haven't been two games. The ball, so, 
He's appeared in two games, played in four, two receptions, 22 yards, no touchdowns, and he's averaging like 11 yards per game. Right. Yeah. So anybody listening, that's what we're complaining about. In case yeah. you didn't know his stats, we knew his stats because we watch him. And yeah. we know that he's not even in the game. He's not even in the game, man. And yeah. when he does get ball stolen to him, I've watched him multiple times this year already in four games. It hits his chest and bounce off. He can't keep it in. And and these are not bad passes from Daniel Jones. Other wide receivers are stepping up, making those catches, and that's the reason why Brian Dayball is starting them over Galladay. So there you go. He's like, yeah. hell with me. I don't care that we're paying you so much. You're sitting on the bench because you can't catch, buddy. But anyway, I mean, I kind of respect that as a coach. I mean, uh, I too. but Me too. He's but worried about winning the game. It hurt. Ultimately, it hurts the team. Right. I, I would love to sit down and drink a beer with Brian Dable. And you know the conversation when you bring up Galladay. It's going to be like, I'm not the GM. It ain't my job. To, I don't care what that kid's getting paid. He needs to create some damn separation. You know what I'm saying? You, you know that's what he's going to say. So, so, Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I love the attitude. Um, right. it, but it, it's a bad circumstance for uh, right. Galloway. All right, fellas. We're getting ready to turn the page. We're getting ready to take a look at the games of the week and our October preview first. Let's take a look back at our September preview and how we did. So September preview weeks one through four. Mr. McDolphin, that's me. I picked the Dolphins going two and two. They went three and one. Giants going one and three. They went three and one. I picked the Jets to go one and three, and they went two and two. So all three of my teams out uh outplayed what I projected. So that doesn't mean in October preview, don't listen to me. I promise I will try to do better. Rich had the pro- same problem with two of his teams. The Bills, he picked to go two and two, went three and one. Eagles, he projected them to go two and two, and they went four and oh. But Rich did get a pick. He projected his Dallas Cowboys to go three and one, and they went three and one. There That's go, the one Rich. I'm the most happy about. There you go. Well, that's the only one you can be happy about because you definitely cannot be happy about this two plus win average on this four and oh versus two and two. NFL boy Brandon. NFL boy Brandon also picked a correct score. He projected that the Washington Commanders would go one and three, and he was correct. Now, as far as those Patriots, he was. He had the three and one and the one and three. He had the numbers right, but the projection was wrong. I don't know exactly what happened there. NFL boy Brandon projected his pats to go three and one, but they end the quarter one and three. So there you go. There you go. Each month. It's fun. We're getting ready to do it again, fellas. We're getting ready to do it again. So I'm getting warmed up now. Uh, yeah, I got yeah, it. Just it out. warmed up. Um, at least all of my teams played a little better than I thought. You know what I'm saying? So what that tells me is okay for the month of October. I need to pay more attention to who they're playing, right? And their schedule, and can they squeak out a win here or there, and have a little bit of faith in them? You know what I'm saying? Or know when they're going to get their butts whooped and when they're not going to get their butts whooped. So because we're actually trying to predict this correctly, y'all. Um, it's not our fault that we do such a bad job 
this is our first year of the podcast. But yeah. I mean, we've been doing it for years. We just haven't been videotaping it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, fellas, let's go ahead into games of the week. All right, games of the week and October preview. Let's go ahead. Let's start. I think, I believe, almost positive. Yes, positive. I am the only one that has a NFL East team playing another NFL East team this week. So, which means I can go ahead, preview that game of the week, and then I'll give you my predictions for the October preview for both of those teams. Does that sound good? You yeah, start? Yeah. All right, cool. That's what we'll do. Of course, I'm talking about the Miami Dolphins at 1 o'clock p.m. on Sunday. Go up to MetLife Stadium and take on the New York Jets. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but in the Dolphins world, this game is called MetLife Takeover. Did you all know that? No, I did not. No. Yeah, it's really, really cool. It's really big in the Miami Dolphins fans, too. What happened was is there's a small group of Miami Dolphins fans that live in Manhattan, and they own a bar there, right? So they started this MetLife Takeover thing, started buying up tons of tickets and selling them pretty cheap to Dolphins fans from all over. And ba- So basically, I could be a part of it. All I'd have to do is buy a really cheap Dolphin ticket and take my travel. You know, I'd have to pay for my travel to get up to New York. But they party at the bar. He puts out buffets at his bar, free drinks. You know what I'm, I mean? It's like it's it's a way to get a bunch of Dolphin or discounted drinks. It's a um, they they normally do this. They sell out a section in the end zone. It's pretty good. Well, they have record number fans coming this year. They've they've not sold out. One section in an end zone. They've sold out multiple sections in an end zone. So it's a when we go up to New York and play the Jets, it's not really a road game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for for Miami Dolphins fans, there are tons of Miami Dolphins fans every year at MetLife Takeover, and um, it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. I hope to be a part of it one time in my life. So okay, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool MetLife takeover, but all right. There's this. It's this game is really not about MetLife takeover though. This game is really about the six million dollar man. Is what it is. There's a reason why you pay your backup quarterback six million dollars, and because that's because your quarterback is as talented as someone like Teddy Bridgewater. That's what you're doing, and, and we, the reason why we did it is for this exact reason. No, nobody knew that it was going to be a concussion or a back injury or an ankle injury, but everybody believed, including the GM, including the owner, and probably even the coach, even though he wasn't here last year, that eventually sometime this year, Tua would get hurt. And that's the reason why you go out and you get arguably the best backup in the league. That's what you do. You pay him $6 million to come in and win you some games. So. Yeah, I think so. He could start on some teams. He could yeah, start he could. on some teams right now in the yeah. NFL over yeah, their starters. Yeah. So, right, yeah, exactly. So, 
And with all those weapons, I are you are you making a prediction on this one? I am going to make a prediction on this one and also the whole month of October for the Miami Dolphins. But I just have a couple more points. A couple more points. Even though we got Teddy Bridgewater, no, I do not believe Teddy Bridgewater is better than Tua. Um, I believe Tua reads defenses and his accuracy is quite a bit better than than him. So I believe that the running game will actually still be the key to this is you have to create that balanced running game, force that really good Jets defense that we've been spotlighting every week. Right, Rich? Right. That that up and coming young, really good Jets defense. We have to have a running game and force them to move forward. So Tyreek Hill could blow the doors off the back or Jalen Waddle, you know, if his groin permits. So um, we, uh, we allow them. So the running game definitely is still going to be the key for the Dolphins. But I believe that the Jets, and this is the, well, I believe, even though the Jets defense is really good, I believe that the Dolphins defense is going to be able to take advantage of that not so good offensive line. And they are going to put a lot of pressure on the kid. And he's going to be wishing that he was, you know, chilling out with some older lady and not getting beat up. By the guys. That's what he's going to be. Uh, Mrs. Brady. Right. <laughs> she's, uh, she's available. <laughs> or will be. That is so <laughs> fucked up, Rich. Um, Just saying, hey. So, so my key question for this, and, and then I'll I'll get to the October preview for the Miami Dolphins. My key, key question for this game is, okay, we all know that the New York football Jets defense is up and coming, really good. Don't know if you guys know they're ranked in the top 10 defenses, right? They come in in the top 10 defenses yeah, in okay. the NFL right now. So the so the New York Jets defense is good, but are they Tyree Kill Jalen Waddle good? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. It's like uh, Dolph Gardner versus Tyree Kill. Got to see okay. it. Okay, and then Jalen Waddle yeah. is going to ball out. Sure. Jalen, because they yeah, don't have I, anybody that's what to I was put about on to say. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's exactly right. what I was about to say. I think Sauce Gardner, whoever he's guarding, is he's going to shut him down like he has for the last I, three weeks. I mean, I shut down do you really um, think he could shut down Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill yeah, is a could, lot I faster do. than this guy. I know. I love Sauce Gardner. I love Sauce Gardner. But Tyreek, I don't Hill know. Is I think Sauce Gardner is going to stick fast. in there. I mean, yeah, he might get one or two receptions over top of him, but I think for the majority of the game, Sauce Gardner is going to be able to shut down whoever he's guarding, and then the other one will take advantage. Okay. So. I know it's going to be so it's going to be the matchup of the day. Honestly, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch just for that. That right. That, yeah, I like Sauce Gardner. Uh, yeah, I don't All think right. he, he's not going to shut down Tyreek Hill. That'd be crazy, but. But right. you know, maybe get an interception there or something. Put some de- right. put some defense on him. Cool. All right. Well, that's my game. Miami Dolphins. They play the Jets. Vikings. Steelers at home, and then they go on the road and play the Lions. I have the Miami Dolphins going three and one over the month of October, beating the Jets, Steelers, and Lions. I have them losing to the Vikings. It was either the Vikings or the Lions. I have them losing one of those two games. I don't know which one. I just picked the Vikings. So there you go. All right, next, let's go to the Buffalo Bills. 
Buffalo Bills, they also have a one o'clock game against the Steelers, Rich. Right. The Steelers are kind of uh maybe are, are they a good team or they're not a good team? It's really hard to tell. I mean, I can't imagine a Mike Tomlin team not being good, but at the same time, they're not they're not really putting it on the field. They're not showing it on the field. So I'm gonna pick the Bills to win this one probably fairly easily, maybe. Right. Um Mike Tomlin had a, a nice quote about Von Miller. Somebody asked him about it. Uh, what's it like to coach against Von Miller? And he said something to the effect like every now and every once in a while, an alien will come down and visit us, <laughs> you know, describing <laughs> yeah. Von Miller. So that, that's right. a good description. Exactly. I like that. Um, yeah. I just don't think the Steelers are going to be ahead of firepower to keep up with the bill. So right. um, bills have, uh, should I do all of them? Yeah. Go ahead. Go, yeah. If that's what you got for the game. That's a cool pick for the game. The only thing I have in response for the game is I cannot believe that a Steelers defense is this reliant on one player. I can't believe it. I, I, I really can't. I, I've, I've seen key players in a Steelers defense go down and then play just as tough and just as mean. It's amazing to me how awkward that how awkward that is because you lose your best player. The best player – TJ Watt, of course, he's still out this game. I think Buffalo should win it easy, but let's watch out for the kid. We got Kenny Pickett in there now, and he does have the start, so it'll be fun to watch. Kind of sucks that he has to go up against um, the Buffalo on his his yeah, first yeah. full game. So, yeah, go ahead for Buffalo Bills October preview. What do yeah. you got? In the second week, it's the game of the year, the Bills versus the Chiefs. Yep. A uh, little bit of uh, payback from the uh, uh, playoff game last year right? Uh, where the Bills forced the NFL to change the overtime rule so right. they could have a shot. <laughs> um, uh, Chiefs rolling right now. Um, right. Uh, I don't see I, – I think they, they stomp the Bills. <laughs> right. So I'm uh, one and one there. Uh, week three of October, there's a bye That's week. That's the buy, and then they got Packers, and then the Packers, and where are the Packers going to be at Week Eight? I mean, are, right, exactly. are they going to finally start getting their offense together? You know, yep. uh, developing. Is OBJ going to be wearing the gold? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. As um, don't be surprised on that. He, right. he, he's he ain't going to the Giants. I know he, he he did an interview with them this week, but he ain't going there. <laughs> right. He, but he might go to the Pack, Packers though. Uh, so for. For the month of October, I have the Bills going one and two, coming coming down. Okay. That's a rough schedule. I'm outside of buy. That is a rough schedule. Completely understandable. All right, let's go to the Pats, the Patriots. They play the Lions on Sunday at one o'clock. What you got, Brandon? Uh, I'm actually kind of interested in seeing this game. I mean, I was kind of testing Dad about it yesterday. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting game because, like Dad pointed out to me. The uh, Detroit Lions over these last four weeks have not been, you know, they have not scored anything lower than like 40 points or something close to it uh, over the course of these last four weeks. And like Dad said, uh, whether Matt Jones plays or not, I don't think we have the power offense right now to stick up with Detroit. Um so I, uh, it, you know, I, ultimately it's going to come down to can our defense slow Jared Goff and that offense down right now. Um, so I've been thinking about it, Dad. 
And I think we're going to lose to Detroit. I got to sleep. Yeah, I mean, Detroit. I don't blame you for saying that. I, I yeah. picked the 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 Dolphins losing to the Vikings. I could have very easily said that was a win and took my loss as yeah. the as the for the Lions. So I, I do not yeah. blame you at all. Yeah, um, I you know I I don't, and the reason why I'm saying I think we're gonna lose is because for the fact of what I said for the last four weeks, they haven't been scored lower than 40 points, and you know, like I said, if our defense can't stop them, which I kind of feel like they can't stop them, um, oh, you know, we don't have a good enough offense to catch back up. So I think we're ultimately gonna lose that game, but uh, week six. Uh, I will actually be at this game. Uh, New England heads in to First Energy Stadium to take on the Cleveland Browns. And uh, Atlanta just beat them last week. I feel like we got a, a better offense than Atlanta. Um, so I think we beat Cleveland. I mean, I ultimately think we do. Um, their defense hasn't looked that great this season from what I've seen. Uh, their offense looks iffy every now and then, like Jacoby Brissett sometimes looks good and then sometimes he looks ass. Um, so I feel like New England's going to be able to escape with that one. Uh, and then it's New England back at home, uh, Gillette Stadium before a Monday night game against the Chicago Bears. Uh, I mean, Justin Fields looks like he's getting better week by week. But, again, I feel like New England's going to be able to escape with this game. I feel like our defense is going to do pretty well against Justin Fields. I feel like we're going to be able to pick him off at least twice. Uh, right. Who knows? Jack Jones might get the, you know another pit sits like he did against Aaron Rodgers. Right. It's, um, if, then, if Justin Fields even throws the ball, all they do is ever run. Because yeah, that's true. That's throw. true. Uh, and in week so, yeah. eight, New England – Goes in to MetLife Stadium to take on the New York Jets. And this this is where it ultimately comes down to me, okay? When I was first picking New England, I had us going 4-0. But now, (laughs) you know, like I said, I have us losing to Detroit. So I have us going 3-1. We win this game. But it's our season is going to come down to this game right here against New York. Because if we lose this game against New York, they're already ahead of us by a game. They'll be ahead of yeah. us by two games by then. Right. And we, you know, I don't think there's any coming back. So I feel like over overall this stretch of four games, we have to win at least three out of the four, if not all four, because this is going to be the prove it season or prove it uh, month of October for New England. If we Just don't do stay something, alive. right? Yeah, if we don't do something over this course of four games, our season's pretty much done. I totally agree with you. And to wrap up the AFC East, I have uh, the Jets. Jets got a brutal schedule with the Dolphins and Packers. I got both of them taking losses, uh, uh, Dolphins and Packers. But then it lightens up a little bit. They get to play the Broncos. I think the Broncos are a good matchup for them. And I think they're going to win that game. I really do. And it's at Mile House Stadium. And I think they're going to win that game. And, Brandon, the game you were just talking about, because it's at MetLife Stadium, I have uh, the Jets winning that game. So, for the month of October, I have the Jets going 2-2 two and two with win- with losses against the Dolphins, Packers, and wins against the Broncos and Pats. All right, let's switch off to the NFC East. 
let's speed through this a little bit, fellas, because we're coming up on an hour. But the Cowboys have a 4.25 p.m. game against the defending Super Bowl champs, L.A. Rams. What do you got, Rich? Yeah, everybody can watch this game. This game is going to be on like 95% of the uh, uh, USA broadcast, though. Check them out. Um, kind of like what you were talking about with Minnesota for your team. I, I feel comfortable with predicting the Cowboys record, but I really don't know the wins and losses. <laughs> right. You know, like I, I think I know how they're going to end up at the end of the month, but I don't know which wins, which games are going to be wins or which ones are going to be losses. So starting with the Rams, uh, the Rams are reeling. They're in, they're kind of uh, a little bit in trouble trying to find themselves, I guess. Uh, Matthew Staff, uh, Stafford's not playing good. Uh, they just got smoked by the 49ers uh, on Monday night. So they're coming in off a short week. But having said all that, I'm predicting the Rams to beat the Cowboys because I feel like the Cowboys are on a three-game winning streak, and it's got to come to an end at some point. So uh, I say the Rams, uh, uh, you know, you were talking about MetLife. Uh, the Takeover. Takeover, yeah. Uh, Cowboys going to have a home field even though they're playing at in LA, uh, Cowboys always have a home field. Though we don't care about that, <laughs> right? No, but they they will have more Cowboy fans at that stadium than Rams fans because uh, uh, you know the Cowboys do their training camp there in Oxford, right. uh, California. Right. And when California didn't have an uh, NFL team, they you know that that state kind of adopted the Cowboys as their team. Cool. So uh, they're almost have a home field advantage at, on that one. But I just feel like. Uh, a three-game winning streak for uh, Cooper Rush is probably going to be as far as it goes. <laughs> so, right. predicting a loss there. Uh, and then, in the second game of October, the Cowboys versus Eagles, Sunday night football. Um, I think this is going to be Dak Prescott's return game. Okay. Right. Um, Mike McCarthy said he's not going to put him in a game until he practices all week, gets a full good week of practice. Uh, which he's not doing now. So it, maybe it's a little too uh, eager to predict Dak Prescott playing next week, but he's a competitor. He wants the Eagles. He owns the Eagles. Uh, the NFC uh, East goes through Dallas. <laughs> right. So right. they run They run it. Yeah, they were undefeated last year. In, yep. in the, yeah, I can't. in fact, I can't remember the last time we lost to the Eagles. Uh, right. I just can't remember. Um so, uh, Cowboys, Cowboys get the win here. I'm going to predict a win there against the Eagles at at Philadelphia, but we're going to flex on them. So, okay. one and one so far, and then the Lions versus the Cowboys. And I'm with Brandon. I'm scared of the Lions. I think the, <laughs> they just put up so many points, you know. I mean, right. we're not going to put up those kind of points against our defense, but they're going to challenge us to match them offensively. Right. And – I just feel like this is a a little bit of a not really a trap game, but I think yeah, yeah, I'm gonna call it a trap game. I think Cowboys overlook them. We, they're not rivals. We don't play Lions very often. Right. Uh, yeah. So I I think uh, I think Cowboys lose this one, uh, and then we play the Bears, and that should be an easy win. So okay. so you got them going two and two for the month of October. Two and two for the month of October. Cool. Right. Which cool. is fine with me. That's fine. Right. We're, All we're right. Cool. You got. As far as the Washington Commanders, um, 
Brandon. You got them. They play the Titans at one o'clock. Yeah. So, um, and then what do you have them for the month of October? Uh, the Tennessee Titans haven't looked that good to me to start the season off. Honestly, um, Derrick Henry kind of looks like, you know, uh, he's 100% having to carry that offense again. Uh, but he doesn't look as productive this season as he did last season. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen that yet or not, but Derrick Henry does not look as good as he did last season. But, um, I don't know. I, I feel like, just like I said, I feel like, the this this month is going to be a make it or break it for new england i feel like this 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 month of october is the make it or break it for um for um ron rivera you know i i feel like that honestly i feel like this is going to be our make it or break it for him kind of year or kind of month um so it is a game at home um, I think Washington Commanders defense steps up and the offense also steps up, and I have them beating the Tennessee Titans. Um, and then they travel to Chicago, and again, you know, Chicago, Justin Fields doesn't an throw very game, much. Yeah, yeah I, I have Washington also winning that game against Chicago, okay. and then uh, week seven. The Green Bay Packers come to town, and what can I say otherwise? That's where their winning streak ends. They're right. going to get the hell beat out of them by the Green Bay Packers. So, uh, and then uh, week six, or week eight, excuse me, week eight, um, they travel to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. And, uh, you know, I, I honestly. It's a division uh, game. It's an important yeah. game. Um. Well, no, it's not because it's Washington. My fault. Yeah, I mean, it's Washington, but the biggest thing for me, this is, all right, I have them actually losing this game, but what's going to make this interesting for me and kind of making me want to change my mind right now is um, I completely forgot that this is, a, this is a Carson Wentz return game. He was playing for the Indianapolis Colts last year, got traded to Washington in the offseason. Now he returns to Indianapolis where the Colts are already struggling as is. You know, is Carson Wentz going to put enough in the tank to say, hey, fuck you, Indianapolis. This is what you get for <laughs> trading me away. Right. So, um, yeah, as of right now, I have them losing that game, but I feel like it's going to be interesting. I'm interested in seeing what uh, cool. Carson Wentz does in that game. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. At 425 p.m., the Eagles take on the Cardinals. Uh, what do you got for that game in the month of October, Rich? Yeah, the Battle of the Birds there. Um, yeah. yeah, I think this is going to be a trap game for the Eagles. Although I don't know how you have a trap game against the Cardinals, but uh, yeah. they're going to be they're going to be looking forward to Cowboys. That's all they're going to be. That's all they're doing right now. It's like Cowboys two weeks. Um, so I have the uh, Cardinals handing the Eagles their first loss. Right. So wow, okay. Yep. Uh, I mean they're they're playing in Arizona. Uh, Kyler Murray's probably doing some studying, film study right right now as we talk. Um, no, does he do that though? Does he do that though? <laughs> there's a new map on Call of Duty. He's probably you know, <laughs> yeah, he's studying that. Yeah, that is yeah. so messed up, Dad. Right. So yeah, uh, Eagles lose their first game of October, week five, um, and then week six. Of course, they, they're gonna they're gonna take the take on the Cowboys. It's gonna be a, a Jason Peters revenge game, right? 
Um, You're goofy. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, if Dak, if Dak Prescott's play plays here, uh, and he's just he's, I'm, I hope that he's capable of playing up to you know, okay, his level. And I think so. Um, with Dak Prescott, you think that the Cowboys win without him? You think they'll lose? Yeah, I'm gonna say that. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, All right. Cool. Yeah, it's possible. So, um, yeah, and then uh, they get the bye week after they that. Get the bye, and then the Steelers, and then the Steelers, which I think they should kind of blow back. I just can't. I have no faith in the Steelers right now. Right. Uh, they could turn it around. They can end up winning well, ten games. What, what I want to know, I want to. Well, I want to take a look at T.J. Watt. When is he coming back? Will he be back by that game? Uh, he might be. Well, see what I'm saying. So that's what we got to. Yeah. That's what we got to look at. If he's back by that game, I think they could beat the Eagles. They could beat the Eagles. Let's see how Kenny Pickett plays. We'll have enough time to see how Kenny Pickett plays. Yeah. And I believe their defense will. Their defense is going to bounce back when that man comes back. I'm just telling yeah. you that's what's going to happen. He the, the reason why I'm so confused about Stillers is he elevates the rest of the team. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, or the rest of the defense, obviously. So that's what's – Yeah, he's a game wrecker too, so. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's what he does. He frustrates everybody. So, yeah. so there you go. All sure. right, to, to wrap this up, we have uh, 9.30 a.m., game the new york giants are taking on the packers in london at tom hodford stadium by the way tom hodford stadium there you go and i have uh i don't know i don't know what to do with this game did you all know that this is the first london game ever where both teams have winning records is that right yeah i know that yeah, that's, that's amazing. a fun fact. That's awesome. Congratulations, yeah. London. Yeah. You finally get um, two good, exciting teams. I Hey, listen, look- all right, London fans are livid, okay? Oh, I was just telling Grim all this this past weekend, right? One of the right. things I love about the London games is here in the United States, when you go to a game, you're only seeing jerseys of that team or that right. other team that no. they're versing. Yeah. And London, they don't give a shit. You, no. you see Patriots jerseys, Packers jerseys, Cardinals jerseys, yeah. Dolphins, Jets. You see I, I like it, though. That's fun, right? Like, you don't get, to see, yeah. you don't get to see uh, uh, your team, obviously, if you're, you, if you're in London. And you don't see a crowd get so excited about a damn kick. It's so yeah, awesome, dude. It's like that. That's I mean, yeah. It's I love I love the London games. I, yeah. I think they're cool, and I think they deserve really good. There's never been a London game where both teams were had winning records. What the yeah. heck, y'all? Yeah, they've you know been regulated to Jacksonville for years, but right, exactly. They're sending other teams out there. I mean, dude, exactly. was it just me though, or did London elevate Blake Bortles? Like it was like uh, Blake Bortles sucked all year long. And when he went to London, he was like a god. Like, right? You never seen him play like that before. Right. Exactly. Um, This game here, I thought it was going to be a blowout. If you would have asked me before this past week, um, I would have told you, okay, yeah, the Giants have been playing really good, but the Packers are going to. No, no. I watched that Packers-Pats game. I watched the Patriots take them into overtime, and I think the Giants can do it too. I think yeah. the Giants can do it too. What the heck? They got Saquon freaking Barkley. Now you know what yeah. I'm saying. So come on. I think I think this is going to be a great game. 
And um, I think that the G-Men is going to pull it off, man. I think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to win this game. And they're not um, the reason. The only reason why I'm thinking this is those two reasons. One, I watched and seen the Packers vulnerabilities and how Bill Belichick was able to take advantage of that. I think Brian Dable is going to be able to do the similar things. And because Daniel Jones looks like he's going to play. If Daniel Jones was not playing, I would not be saying that. But Daniel yeah. Jones' legs and Saquon Barkley and that mean um, New York Giants uh, defense. You know what I'm saying? I, the New York Giants, y'all, you, y'all remember New York Giants defense is good. You know what I'm saying? They're good, and yeah. so they're just going to. Um, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. But I have the New York Giants winning that game. And then losing against the Ravens. And then I have them going to Jacksonville and losing. I do. That, that's going to be the game that they can't seem to pull it out. I watched Jacksonville this past week. And if you took away those turnovers, they easily won the game. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Here in the next couple of weeks, People need to start watching out for Jacksonville. Yeah. They're going to get yeah. – uh, Doug Peterson is a good enough coach to clean that stuff up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was raining. The ball was soaking wet. And Doug Peterson has enough to throw in there, coach that out of them. And Jacksonville's going to be hot. And they're going to – so they're going to beat the Packers, yeah. lose to the Ravens, then, beat, then lose to the Jaguars. And in the month of October, beating Seattle um, Seahawks in Seattle. So I have well, that. The only thing I got to say real quick is, uh, like you just said, I think Jacksonville is on the rise. I think they're a team to be watched out for. I mean, I get Trevor Lawrence fumbled the ball like four times this past week, I think, or something like that. Um, but if you look at his stats from the week before, that man balled out. He had over 200 yards, three touchdowns, only one pick. <laughs> Like, you know, I, I think um, I think Jacksonville is going to be a team to watch out for this season. Yeah, I really I do. Too. I especially here in a couple weeks, especially yeah. here in a couple weeks. Yeah. And, um, and, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know their schedule as good as any, you know, the teams in the NFL East. But yeah. I do know that that's if that game was in New York, I'd have New York winning that game. But it's in Florida. So. You know, I, I just it's in Jacksonville, and I, I mean they yeah. play Houston this week. That's an easy win for them, right? They play Indianapolis next week, Indianapolis, so that might be a harder game for them. New yep. York, you said that's a loss for them. Yep. And then they uh, finish the month of October in Denver. I mean, okay. in, in at home against Denver. So I they, they definitely have some winnable games. Yeah, they definitely have some winnable games. Um, and they got a winning coach, yo. Yeah. They got a winning coach. So, you know what I'm saying? And they got a lot of talent. All he has to do is get that stuff together. So, that's cool. All right. Well, that that was a good that was a good podcast. Y'all feel good about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Sounds good. Let's go ahead and wrap things up, y'all. 
once again, you need to make sure you're following the NFL East podcast. Podbean. Oh, hold up, Dad. We forgot once again. <laughs> we forgot the question of the week. Oh, question of the week. Yeah, that was a uh, question of the week. Is a wide receiver the best wide receiver play? Yeah. Did you have anybody answer that? Uh, I did. Uh, Rebecca went with Mike Evans. Mike Evans bowled out this past weekend. He went yeah. freaking eight for ten, uh, over a hundred yards. I think it was like yeah. hundred and nine and two touchdowns. That man had a great game for yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah, he had a really good game. Um, really good game. you went with Tyree Kill, and Tyreek. I don't even think Michael watches the NFL, but he just copycatted you. He said Tyree <laughs> Kill for himself too. Um, yeah, Tyree Kill. But Rich, he, he, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill balled out. Tyreek Hill, oh, he yeah, balled no. out. He yeah. had ten receptions, hundred and sixteen yards, um, which averaged what is that average? Sixteen yards per play or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, I forgot to answer the question, but uh, if I did, I would say Michael Gallup coming back of off of his knee uh, ACL injury, uh, getting a touchdown, really, really dominating. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. cool. Um, there you go. Yeah. Go. I mean, if I would have asked this question last week, I feel like I would have went with Devontae Parker because he had a great game last mm-hmm. week for New England. But yeah. this week he only went two for two, like twenty some yards. And he did have a touchdown though. So right. that that was nice to see. But uh this week, since I asked the question this week, I think I gotta match Rebecca. I think Mike Evans stood out to me cool. the the best. You know, like I said, he only had two drops over 100 yards, two touchdowns. I feel like he came up big for. Uh, he did coming Bay. off an injury too, yeah. so that's yeah. really cool. So yeah, so that, yeah, that's definitely really cool. The question of the week is on our NFL East Facebook group. So if you're on Facebook, find that group, join it, and answer question of the week. That would be cool. You can uh, watch the NFL East podcast on youtube make sure to like share and subscribe talking about youtube nfl boy brandon he calls games on youtube make sure to like share and subscribe his stuff also and i'm mr mcdolphin you can follow me on instagram twitter at mr mcdolphin 73 and of course make sure to follow the show on twitter at east nfl all right fellas let's wrap it up we got a week five ahead of us I think we're in store for some good games. And London, enjoy the G-Men. That's all I'm going to say. So, yeah. All right, so Dad. There you I'll go. be over there for the game. All right. I'll come over and holler at you. All right. Until next week, y'all. Peace. Peace.